Are we going to full sweep? Are we going to full sweep? I had my own special edition of Taco Tuesday today. Release a new pick for you guys for uh, free on Twitter um, for every 50 likes. And these were the six picks. Donovan Mitchell, more than 35 PRA, 35 and a half PRA. That hit. Bam and Abaya, more than eight rebounds. That hit. Jaron Jackson Jr., or over seven rebounds. That hit, I think, at halftime. Dylan Brooks over his assist. Hit. Porzingis over first half fantasy score. You better believe that hit. And right now, we got Draymond early on in the second quarter. He has about 15 fantasy score. Please come through for the full sweep. That would be amazing. Been on fire on prize picks lately. And if we full sweep on Twitter again, I don't know. It's It's been in a great run over there. So, um, yeah. Like for good luck. Let's get it. Let's get the full sweep. And, um, yeah. All right. Let's recap uh, uh, DFS. So, um, I have no comment for, for Chetty Osman and his minutes tonight. The Cavs have five and a half active bodies. Literally. He's been playing 20 minutes a night with everyone healthy. No Jared Allen. No Isaac Okoro. Why not 10 minutes? Right? No one played him. No one played him. How did the faders know? How do you know? He's projected for high 20s minutes everywhere across the industry. That's what I thought he was going to play too. They had no active players. Fantastic matchup. No one played him. 10 minutes. 10 minutes? I think they played Diacate more than him. So uh, my question is, again, how did the faders know and there's no one that runs worse? Right? No one. I just don't understand, man. I stack the calves, and I just get punished with no minutes for Chetty Osman. Mitchell, no ownership. Smash. Mobley, smash. I go to Kai Jones over Nick Richards. Smash. Um, Tyus Jones, free square, was actually a little bit of a letdown. And then I have two guys in the late game with Ingram and Jonas Valanciunas. But, yeah, it's probably not going to cash unless those late guys go crazy. I just, I, I just want to know, how did the Chetty faders know? And number one... Can we talk about the Hornets, man? You can't. You actually can't do that. You actually cannot rule out a player after lock. That like that actually can't happen. So if you played like Makai Luke or Maladon, like get, let me know the lotto numbers, right? There's just no way. There's just no way. Just annoying. Just an annoying slate for for DFS purposes. But I'm hoping to get that full sweep on Prize Picks. That would be great. So. Um, before we do get into the 10-game slates, which we have a million dollars up top, by the way, $3,000 entry. Don't think I'll be pulling the trigger on that. Um, I guess you never know. Um, but uh, yeah, the sponsor, guys, is Prize Picks. Like I said, been on fire lately. Uh, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. Make sure to follow me on Twitter below. I'll be uh, you know giving out some picks there. And um, if you're looking for premium content uh, for Prize Picks or DFS, you can check out my Patreon, also linked in the description. Okay, so let's talk about this 10-gamer. We'll start off from Milwaukee. Basically going to be fully healthy. I mean, Giannis Milton expected back. Ingles is questionable. Jay Crowder's out. But that's not only really huge news. Assuming Giannis and Milton both play, uh, which I or I guess actually Milton's questionable. I thought, I thought for sure I saw he was probable. Um, if Middleton does miss, then that changes things a little bit. Then Giannis uh, looks a bit more appealing. Drew Holiday becomes a pretty good play. Um, and then if Ingles is out, then you can maybe start making the argument for guys like Connaughton and Ingles. Um, or Connaughton and Crowder, I mean. Uh, Carter, I think, is too expensive there at 5K. So that's pretty significant. If Middleton's in, then I would say it's probably just Giannis out of, out of interest in. So 
Um, let's move on to the Pacers. Uh, Pacers, you do have Buddy Heald available. Halburn out. Miles Turner questionable. So we kind of know what to do here with Miles Turner if he's out, right? It's going to be Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith splitting the center position. Um, Jackson uh, had a good game in 24 minutes last game. Jalen Smith was a little bit quiet. Um, I think both look pretty similar. Both would be still solid options, in my opinion. Um, but with, with Heald available, like these guys like Nemhard and Matherin, Nawara, Naismith all look a little bit worse. Um, I think my favorite play if... Um, with with Halburn out as McConnell off the bench, I expect him to play high 20s minutes and uh, be super productive when he's on the court. So I still like McConnell. Um, still have interesting guys in Nemhard, Heald, Mather, Nawara. I think Nawara will get some ownership. Um, he didn't play in the blowout last game, but yeah. Um, Burner News would open up again. Uh, Jackson and Jalen Smith. Miami, New York. So we'll keep an eye on the stats of Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler's in, not a ton here. If Jimmy Butler's out, it really boosts the appeal of Bam and Hero. Both smashed tonight in a bad matchup. 7-7 seven, seven for Bam, 6-5 for Hero. Both look really good. And the group of value of guys like Struess and Martin and Love and Lowry and Oladipo would all be playable. Oladipo got the surprise start after getting... Uh, he has or he hasn't played in like a couple weeks. So he got dusted off and put in the starting lineup, which is something I did not expect. But um, yeah, that group of value plays would all look a, a bit better. Kind of what would come down to ownership for me if I was going to play one. Um, you know, Struis really struggled from the field, which is always possible with him. He doesn't make his shots. So we'll see if, if, if one of these guys gets a lot of ownership. If Jimmy Butler's out, then I'll probably just fade and, and look to another one if I'm going to play one at lower ownership. Uh, for the Knicks, you got Brunson status up in the air. If Brunson plays, I'm just going to stay away from this team. If Brunson misses, I mean, I think you can make the argument for the main guys. However, prices are up a bit. Awful matchup. So, like, I think Randall quickly and Barrett would still be viable options if, if Brunson's in. Or Brunson's out, I should say. But if Brunson's in, it's a complete stay away from me. Um, Grimes has played well last couple games with uh, Brunson out. I'll let the fish chase him. Um, he had an outlier game in the, but he kind of crushed in the blowout. Robinson and Hartenstein, they're going to split the center position. More just secondary values. Houston, Brooklyn. So this game looks relatively appealing because you got two teams um, that run pretty tight rotations right now. So for the Rockets, I like KPJ. I like Green. I like Shingun in tournaments. I expect uh, KPJ and Jalen Green to play high 30s, uh, close to 40 minutes if the game stays competitive. Uh, Shingun should play, you know, around 30-ish minutes. He'll be productive when he's in the court, but, um, you know, there are times where he doesn't close. Jabari Smith had a big game last game, but I'll pat, he's someone I get to usually when Shingun is out. Um, Cajun Martin, Tari Eason, these guys, you know, Martin should play low 30s minutes. Tari Eason continues to play, you know, kind of mid-20s minutes in competitive games, gets extended a bit if the game blows out. He's productive, so I do have a little bit of interest in him. I'm not going to mess with anyone else, though, on this team. Brooklyn, fantastic matchup. Ben Simmons is done for the year. Um, I like the main guys here. Bridges, Dinwiddie especially. Um, Dinwiddie had an awful game over 11 last game, uh, and Bridges went absolutely crazy at no ownership. Mentioned I liked Bridges last slate for GPPs. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what the ownership is between these two. For example, if if everyone's going to chase Bridges because the last big game, like I'm fine playing Dinwiddie for lower ownership, but I, I can't tell you what it's going to be because we don't have the projections out of making this video right now at 10 p.m. at night. So... Um, I like both of them, but you know, for example, if one gets a lot more ownership than the other, then you know, I might be willing to go to the other one in tournaments. Nick Claxton, I expect to play around 30 minutes. Uh, I'm fine with him at 7K. Cam Johnson should play in a competitive game, you know, low 30s minutes, so he's reasonable. Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith kind of split the power forward position. Dayron Sharp will play the backup five. I mean, he'll be productive. I think we'll probably find better value. Joe Harris, Seth Curry, they'll probably be in the rotation, but I don't think I'm going to mess with them. Dallas and Philly, kind of tough for me to get to anyone on Dallas. Um, if you want to take shots in Luke or Kyrie in tournaments, be my guess. The minutes are way down on Wood. I really don't see anything here. Um, I guess if Kleba's out, 
and Embiid plays, like you might need Dwight Powell to play a good amount. I don't think they'll want to play Wood, but like I, I just don't even think I can stomach playing Dwight Powell. So let's move out to Philadelphia. Um, Embiid, Harden, both questionable. So this changes everything for them, right? If they're both in, I think it's mainly just the top two, assuming no limitations. If they're both out, then we start looking at guys like Maxi Harris, Melton. Uh, Maxi's been playing out of his mind uh, recently. Again, he's the guy at the highest ceiling. Harris Melton should play 30-plus minutes if the game says competitive. Shake would most likely see low to mid-20s minutes on the bench be a reasonable value. Um, last game, someone asked me in the Discord who I preferred at the center position. They started Dedman. I said I preferred Paul Reed because he's the better part per minute guy. Well, Paul Reed only played 17 minutes, one for 34 fancy points, while Dedman started and only one for eight fancy points. So um, if there's no Embiid, I, I don't really care who starts. I just think Paul Reed would be my favorite of the bigs because... Whatever minutes he's going to be out there, he'll be very productive. I don't think I'll mess with the wings, though, if both Harden and Beat are out. Like, guys like Niang or McDaniels or Tucker or House, uh, that's pretty disgusting, in my opinion. Lakers and Bulls, kind of tough for me to get to anyone in the Lakers, too. AD probable, D'Lo probable, LeBron questionable, but I expect him to play. The Lakers need to win games, so don't think LeBron will play full minutes. Um, Anthony Davis at 10-6 with LeBron most likely in. Eh. D'Lo's priced up. Reeves is priced up. There's really nothing here for me for the Lakers. I guess if LeBron's out, then I have some interest in AD. Then I have some interest in D'Lo and Reeves. But I'm expecting LeBron James to play. For the Bulls, uh, they also need to win games right now. Uh, I think the main three guys look pretty good. DeRozan, Levine, Vooch. It's the same thing I always say, though. It's like, all right, well, which one is it going to be? Who's going to have the really big game? So if I ever do play one of these main guys on a big slate, it's usually going to be a guy that, you know, will be the lower lowest owned of the bunch. So, like, if one's getting way, way more ownership than the other, like, I would just prefer the lower-owned options because I think they all look very similar, as I always do. So, they're always similar price. Like, yeah, I, I have interest in all three. I like the upside in all three. If this game is competitive, one of those guys probably smashes. Crusoe's status is questionable. If he misses, you know, more run for guys like Beverly and Kobe White and Io and Pat Williams. However, a lot of those guys are priced up to the point where I probably can't do it. 4.8K for Beverly. I mean, if you want to go there for revenge narrative, fine. Um, Drummond, he'll play the backup five. He'll play whatever Vooch does not play. He'll be productive when he's on the court. But, yeah, that's the Bulls. All right, Detroit OKC. Matchup of, uh, well, Detroit definitely taking it. Oklahoma City, I don't think they want to make the playoffs, but I guess I will see. Um, so, they said SGA. I don't, like, it doesn't sound like they want to make the playoffs. Um, starting lineup, you should get a starting lineup of Hayes, Ivy, Livers, Bagley, and Wiseman. Um, Ivy had the big game last game, but he's priced at 7-2. Like, I think more of a tournament play. Kalen Hayes, 6-6. Six, six. He'll play a lot of minutes, but he's not very good. Marvin Bagley played a ton last game. He's reasonable for tournaments. Wiseman, Duran, they're splitting the center position. Both fine GPP plays. Wouldn't prioritize either. Duran's played a little bit more of late. 25-28 um, minutes for him. Livers will play a lot, but the price point, um, I don't think I can do that. Joseph, Amore, round out the rotation. Don't think it's necessary. On the Thunder side, well, it comes down to SGA, right? If SGA's in, I think it would mainly be him, a little bit interested in Giddy and, and the guard, Jalen Williams, and a little bit interested in Dort. Now, if SGA's out, then that changes things, right? Then Giddy and the guard, Jalen Williams, and Dort look a lot better. Isaiah Joe couldn't miss tonight. Um, he's a guy that, if he's making a shot, has that ceiling, but if he misses a shot, has a low floor. The big Jalen Williams, at that price point, don't think I can do it. You did see Pokasheski finally get dusted off. Um, so I probably won't mess with the big rotation, but I would say the main four guys would be for sure in play for me if SGA uh, does not play. Four games to go, Clippers and Grizzlies. So um, no Paul George, no Marcus Morris. We've got to keep an eye on the status of Norman Powell. He might be back. That's pretty important. If Powell's back, I'm completely staying away from the secondary options here for the Clippers. 
But top end guys, I still have interest in Kawhi and I still have interest in Westbrook. I expect close to 40 minutes from Kawhi. I expect Westbrook to play mid-30s minutes if the game stays competitive. So I like those two guys. I don't think either will be super popular. Gordon and Batum feel priced about right. And if Norman Powell's in, they feel a bit overpriced. Zubach, Plumley, they're splitting the center position. Both are fine tournament plays. Bones has got extended like the last three games. Every single game's been a massive blowout. So I'd be a little bit careful with Bones Highland. Don't expect those type of minutes every single night. And uh, I'm not going to answer Terrence, man. For Memphis, well, it comes down to John Morant. If John Morant's in, I think Ja, assuming no limitations, would be a decent play. If Ja's out, then we can go right back to Tyus Jones, who I know was a little bit disappointing today. Um, but I think he'd still be too cheap at 6-2. Bain and Triple J would be viable. However, they both got a price hike. Bain to 8-4, Triple J to 8-6. Brooks at 5-6. Yeah, it feels priced right. Kennard has been smashing off the bench. <coughs> um, But he's 5.4K. So there's really not a ton that stands out for me for Memphis. I would say Jones would be the guy if there's no jaw. And then a little bit interesting those top end guys. Utah and the Spurs. Well, now you got two teams tanking, trying to lose. Um, Battle of two awful teams. That you're going to get some value over DFS for sure. We'll keep on the status of marketing and Fantecchio. If they are both out, I mean, this team is really shorthanded. Um, I would guess they go with the starting lineup of THT, Abachi, JTA, Olenek, Kessler, if both Fantecchio and Markkinen are out. if In that scenario, like Kessler, THT, Olenek will kind of run the offensive link. Olenek would be my favorite play. You did see mid-30s minutes for THT last game. That's appealing. He's been kind of hovering the high 20s minute range. Dunn would play whatever. You know, THT doesn't, doesn't play. Maybe play a little bit alongside of him. Abachi dealt with massive foul trouble last game, but he would probably play 30-plus minutes. Um, and then, yeah, both Fantecchio and Marketing are out, and JTA starts, and yes, you can play him, but he just really doesn't done it to a ton off the uh, on the court. And then the backup center, it will be either Azubuki or Jones. I don't have a good read right now. You might see a little bit of, like, Juzag or Brantley, but... Um, I don't think I'm going to mess with like the bench guys there for the Jazz. Um, and if Markkinen and Fatakio are both in, then I would say mainly just have Anderson Markkinen. I guess still have a little bit of Anderson guys like Kessler and THT, but Markkinen being in would really hurt this team. For the Spurs, well, they're resting a lot of guys. No surprise. No Keldon, no Vassell, no Jeremy Sohan. So I think you get the starting lineup of Jones, Branham, Bates, Diop, Collins, and probably Langford is the fifth starter. Um, with that being said, I like Zach Collins in a competitive game. Assuming no foul trouble, he should play around 30 minutes. Uh, should be able to have his way against his front court. I like Trey Jones in competitive games. He should also see around 30 minutes. I like Jones. I like Vassell. Or I like Jones. I like Collins. Bates, yeah, most likely starts if the game stays close. Should play high 20s minutes. He's reasonable. Um, Branham will start. Probably play mid to high 20s minutes. If the game blows out, he usually closes in a blowout. Devontae Graham um, should play the backup guard position. Probably play... Low 20s minutes off the bench. I have some interest in him for GPPs. Langford probably starts, would be my guess. I think he'd be playable. Probably wouldn't see a ton of run, though. Mamukla Shvaley will play the backup five. You'll see some McDermott, Wesley, Barlow, probably Champagne off the bench. This team still has a lot of bodies. I think of like the bench guys, probably either Graham and McDermott would be the guys I would look to. Minnesota Phoenix, so kind of tough for me to get to anyone on the Minnesota side. This game in general just looks pretty unappealing. Tougher spot here. Ant and Cat both expected to play. A lot of these guys priced up from when one or both were out. So I'm just going to be honest. I have very little interest in this team in general. Um, if you want to target one of these main guys in tournaments, hope they have an outlier game. Sure, but uh, I will, I'll probably just be crossing this game off. Phoenix, KD expected back. A lot of these guys priced up from when KD was out. You want to go to Booker, Paul, Aiden, hope they have you know a big game with KD in, sure. 
I mean, we did see some big games from Buckhorse KDN, but uh, for me, probably uh, I'll just be crossing this game off. And then the, the wings, we don't really have to mess with now with KD most likely and guys like a Koji and Craig and, you know, Warren and Ross. Uh, I'll, I'll just stay away. Finally, Sacramento, Portland. So, Tricky, this game definitely has some blowout risk, but if the game is competitive, I mean, I like the ceiling against the bonus and Fox. They should be able to feast against this Portland Trail Blazers team. The issue is just can Portland keep it competitive because this Blazers team is horrific right now. Um, I'm not going to get to the wings of Herder, Barnes, Murray. Um, I don't really think I get to anyone else. I mean, Monk will play off the bench if he plays well. You know, he kind of a ceiling game, but I just don't know if I want to go there at a 10-game slate. Finally, Portland. So we have to have interest in this team. We have to. Nine active guys, most likely. Watford. Reddish, both doubtful. So, Sharp 1, Little 2, Johnson 3, Eubanks 4, Walker 5, Knox 6, Thibel 7, Archidiakono 8, John Butler 9. So, I think the starting lineup will be Archidiakono, Shaden Sharp, um, Matisse Thibel, Little, and Eubanks. Now, of the top end guys, I think Sharp's my favorite because here's the thing with Shaden Sharp. He's going to play either way. He's going to play in a competitive game, and he's going to play in a blowout. So, his minutes are relatively secure. Like, he got of follow trouble last game and close in a blowout. Um, but I still have interest in Shaden Sharp. He'll chuck when he's out there. Um, the price point feels a little high, but again, like he's going to play big minutes no matter what. Now, this group of Little, Eubanks, Archie Diakno, Thibel, those are probably the guys that get benched if they get blown out. So there's a little bit more risk there. But if the game stays competitive, I expect, you know, 30-ish minutes from all these guys. And I see Little only played 20 minutes last game because the massive blowout, but... We saw the ceiling from him two games ago. Eubanks, we saw the ceiling from him two games ago as well. Played limited minutes last game because of the massive blowout. But, um, you know, if the game stays close, I, I like him quite a bit. Thibel, 3-8. I mean, minutes for him has still not been great. Um, Archie Diacono, even in competitive games, minutes haven't been great. So those two are a little bit tougher to get to. Um, off the bench, you should get, again, John Butler, who went for one fantasy point in 17 minutes. Summer League legend, uh, Kevin Knox, Jabari Walker, Keon Johnson. Uh, Knox only 4-2, uh, played 30-plus minutes last game. Again, played a lot of minutes in garbage time, but he's actually not a bad point-per-minute guy. He'll chuck when he's out there. Same with Keon Johnson. You know, He'll play backup point. He'll be productive when he's on the court. And then Jabari Walker, not a bad point-per-minute guy. Actually had a really, really bad game for 25 minutes for him. If you give him 25 minutes again, like he's a fancy point-per-minute guy. Um, I could see him having a good game too. So, I think getting the Blazers right is going to be the key to the slate, whether you're playing for a competitive game or whether you're playing for the blowout. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it for the 10-game uh, slate, guys. Again, million dollars up top in the big tournament, $3,000 entry. If any of you guys are playing, good luck. I'll probably have a couple people in my Discord playing. I don't think I'll fire it up, but I guess you never know. Um, but, yeah, appreciate all support. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe to the notification bell, and uh, we'll see you in the next video.